welcome to the midweek war stories. Your no so crew goes on a little deep dive for the B shows for WCW and WWF SmackDown and Thunder and boy, howdy, boy howdy. I thought we were doing word association. We could if you want for the show because that would be more entertaining than what Thunder gave us. Speak for yourself. I would say Thunder and SmackDown. I thought they both were shit shows. Just to get that out of the way. Getting that out of the way. So let's get this out of the way. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel. I'm alongside here with the human person database, Corey Mack. Who apparently will be playing the Taz role of Mr. Negativity this podcast. Love it. No cells living legend, Mike Booble. What's happening, Marks? Take your bow. Take your bow. They're chanting your names. Those sweet new shirts on Thunder. Yeah. Sweet little thunder polos. I'd, I'd rock the shit out of that. Uh, if were they like green? They're blue. Blue. Okay. With like lighter blue wording or lettering. Mm. I liked them. And then they were by the the, the ring now, which they weren't happy yeah. about. Yeah. Commentary. Sure they like, yeah. Actually, I gotta pretend to give a shit and pay attention. <laughs> well, you know whose work that was, the bro. We need more table spots, bro. Yep. Hard to do when you're all the way up there, bro. Bruh. Bruh. October 28th, 1999, the last Thursday of October. Did October, was it just October fly the fuck by it did. for these it, two companies? It did. It, 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 it flew by. It Holy fl- hell. It flew by. However, they uh, it just didn't feel that way because of all the pay-per-views. <laughs> We're looking at you, WDF. Look at that sheen over there. <laughs> no look, baby. <laughs> So let's get into uh, Thunder this week, shall we, guys? October 28th, 1999. We're in San Diego, California. The high thunder, as they sag it off. <laughs> off! We're in the Cox Arena. <laughs> Cox Arena. The campus of San Diego State. The Aztecs. Old Marshall Falk. And Chris Bryant, actually. Oh. And Arena where Bash of the Beach 98 happened with the Rodman Malone tag match. Was that San Diego? That was San Diego. San Diego. I, I did not know that. That's the Cox Arena. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. The more you know. How was that uh, pay-per-view, Corey? Terrible. Has there been a good bash besides 96? 94 was good. About it. There it is. All right. <laughs> 97 was fair to middle. And for that being said. And that brings in, you can follow, find all our podcasts at NoSoEntertainment.com. 99 was the dirt worst ever. That's right. NoSoEntertainment.com. Wait till 2000. So commentary, Larry Z and Tanae at ringside now because, hey, bro. So let's kick it off with our first match tonight. It's a Nitro rematch from a couple of weeks ago of Juventu Guerrero versus Evan Courageous, and it goes the same route. Yep. Now back and forth, uh, match goes for a bit, and then here comes Big Sid. Sid comes out and um, just stops the match, and he's like, you know what? I got something to say. I'm still undefeated. I did not lose at Halloween Havoc. Uh, he also has proof that he will show later tonight. That, um, but he never shows that later on tonight. <laughs> you don't worry about that. Got it. That'll be next. I mean, he showed it later that night. It's just for, it's for next, for next week. week's Thunder. Yeah, next week. Okay, so we'll find out next week. Uh, Sid then makes an open challenge and sees if anybody could break, break his streak. I love the announcers were like, um... About that, Sid. Mm-hmm. You don't have a streak. He didn't lose. Uh, and whoever him, and know. whoever wants to face Sid, he's going to cripple them. Mm. 
Some of that WWE foreshadowing. And then here comes Chris Benoit. You say, hey, you say anything about crippling? Well, I don't have a little boy yet, so uh, why don't I come down to the ring later tonight? There was a lot of, like, in hindsight, this promo was like, Hmm. Uncomfortable? Yes. Oh, when when he drops this line of right. Sid, I'm going to show you what silent when violent is. It's like, no, that's just, that's like mm, ten years from now. It's not. No, it's eight. Eight, eight years. It's from eight now. years from now with your with your family. Um. Then all of a sudden, Sid then shakes Evan uh, uh, courageous and Hoovy's hand, but then double clotheslines them and then power bombs them both. Mm-hmm. Checks out. Let's go backstage with Main Gene with the Maestro. I I don't know what I thought his voice was going to sound like. It wasn't this. Whatever I was picturing in my head. Same. Uh, the, I love Gene shoot, uh, shitting on him instantly. Hey, you have a great entrance, but you're a shitty wrestler. <laughs> then the bell rings, pal. <laughs> I mean, you know, but can you be a wrestler? Sometimes truth hurts. Uh, Maestro says that he has a purpose and he's better than everyone and... That he's the star this was of the show. Promo. Yes, this was god awful. Then we we see Chavo in the back looking for Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg, where are this, you? This part I liked. This was actually yeah. entertaining. Uh, uh, assistant <laughs> says, "Hey man, Goldberg's not here. He's in L.A. filming a film. Uh, what are you doing? Why are you calling him Goldberg? Hey man, I just want to get TV time. So uh, <laughs> that's what everybody else does. So I'm going to call him out. Goldberg, good. where are you, Goldberg? That was really funny." So let's move on to our next match, guys, of the Maestro versus Prince Ayakea. Wearing shoes. Wearing shoes. Wearing bright green trunks and Thank boots. Thank you. I was not ready for it. I'm like, no. You've, no, for three years, no shoes. What, which, what are you doing? Which Wait. is weird about that. Like, I hate the no shoes thing. It bugs the fuck out of me to this day. I hate it. But I was like, bro. bro like, bro. Why the fuck are you wearing shoes? Bro. Bro. Um, Maestro comes out to Pyro and Bubbles in his entrance now. Yep. Bubbles. <laughs> bubbles. Uh, bubble, uh, bubbles, I mean, the Maestro wins with the STFU, the, as he calls it, the Encore. Uh, is it worse than John Cena's? Because it's yes. bad, dude. At least Cena hooks the arm. This yeah. is bad. Yeah, it's bad. It's, it's, it's real bad. Holy God. That's not like... And oh, like an overly painful move. I don't know why they don't do it. It hurts less than like the Boston Crab. It's just not good. It's I, just not good at all. No. Uh, then we get like a recap of Nitro of the Revolution kidnapping Tory, and then that brings them out for a promo. Uh, Revolution says that uh, tells the filthy animals to stop looking for Tory. She's in good hands. Dean. Dean is facing Benoit on Nitro in the tournament, and Dean's going to um, break Benoit. Is anybody else as done with the revolution as I am? Yep. Yep. No more sagging off. Uh, it's got go-away heat. It really does. Mm-hmm. So let's go to our next match as the uh, revolution members of Saturn and Dean Malenko, your only healthy ones, Versus Silver King and El Dande. And they doubted him. Me me thinks this is not a competitive match. No. The wrong team won. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's my opinion. Uh, Douglas joins commentary. Uh, Douglas gives Malenko the chain, and Malenko hits El Dandy with it and puts the cloverleaf on El Dande for the win. 
Poor El Dandy. Why you got a job out, El Dandy? What do we got to say about that? Bro, nobody likes the Mexicans, bro. That's that I wish I, were, I wish I was kidding. That's an actual quote from him. So he, he doubts El Dandy. He doubts all the Mexicans. Okay. Nobody wants to see the Mexicans, bro. They want to see Americans. Checks out. <laughs> uh, we get a backstage of Chavo looking for Goldberg still. He doesn't care. He's just going to look for him because he's going to get that TV time. Then we get a long, long Nitro recap. As Tanae calls it, hey, this isn't your father's Nitro. He's not wrong about that, by the way. Yeah. It's your ADD-riddled little brother's Nitro. Uh, Sting being stripped of the title, Sting attacking J.J. Dillon, announcing the tournament for the title. Then we get Smiley beating Bam Bam in the tournament, Saturn beating Eddie, Ming beating Medusa, the total package defeating Rick Steiner, Kidman beating Conan, Sting hitting knobs with a bat, Dave Flair attacking DDP with a crowbar, and Bret Hart defeating Goldberg in the tournament. Yep. Yep. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It, that was it just is a lot. recap on Thunder. Yeah. Uh, we get a promo with Mean Gene and Harlem Heat. Uh, Steve Ray says he's going to take his anger out on Curly Bill for them losing the titles. Um, he also wants to deliver a message to the Filthy Animals, so that's... Wait. Didn't they, lose the, didn't they lose the belts to the Filthy Animals? Yes. Curly Bill has nothing to do with that. Correct. But he well, wants to take out his anger on that one. But what we do get is the return of the hottest feud of early 99. Vincent versus Stevie Ray. Yeah. Uh, you can, I'm here. You can, uh, as they're there, you can also hear Chavo yelling for Goldberg, and then we see the revolution leaving the arena. Well, that's one good thing happened. Then we go to Mean Gene, and when he's with Curly Bill... Uh, he brings up the, the rumors uh, that the uh, rest Texas Rednecks have broken up. And he goes, well, we have an issue with Kurt Henning. Uh, then Bill says that he has to go back to his farm and take care of his moose. I don't. All right. Gene's like, you do mean cattle? And he's like, yeah, whatever that means. But also Bill says that one Kurt Henning has left the Texas, West Texas Rednecks. Yeah. They're done. They're done. <laughs> They're done. Bunch of good old boys. So what they're doing here is that they're saying that Henning's leaving the Rednecks and this, and it's just leaving Bill because Barry's gone. Hey, Kendall. There's Kendall. And Duncan's almost gone, 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 baby. And Duncan's a... Uh, I won't go there. No renegade there. Let's go to her next match, though, as it's Stevie Ray with Booker T versus Curly Bill. Uh, they show highlights for some reason of Henning's match from Nitro of him getting himself DQ'd because once again Henning is in the bubble and if uh, Henning uh, loses he's fired. Booker T joins commentary. Uh, Stevie, this is a Stevie Ray squash match. Uh, Stevie tosses Curly over the uh, announce table. We get a ref bump. Curly Bill hits Stevie with the, his boot. However, Booker T is like, "Hey, I'll be right back. I gotta take care of some business." Roundhouses Bill. Stevie hits. Curly Bill with a slapjack for the win. Hey guys, filthy animals show up. You know they're out now, just showing up to the uh, arena. But they're going. For, they just showed up and they're going straight to the ring. So they have a uh, six-man tag: Conan, Kidman, and Eddie versus Chris Adams, Dave Taylor, and one Stephen Regal. Corey, how do you feel about this? Get rid of Chris Adams and Conan, and I'm fine. Yep. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, Corey. Um, 
before the match, basically the filthy animals talk about how they're going to hump the revolution. What? Yeah. A lot of humping jokes. A lot of humping jokes about how they're in heat and the revolution is someone who they, who they want to plow. I think it's about like, I don't know, peeling the potatoes or something. That too. Oh, okay. Uh, Ray joins commentary, which by the way, guys, I would love that pottery jersey Ray was wearing. Sweet, huh? Yes. Figured you would. Sweet jersey. Ray says that he should be back in a week or two. Regal does a double arm suplex, but Kidman reverses it into an arm drag. So it's like he picks, he puts on like the pedigree and then lifts him up and then Kidman reverses it. I thought that was sweet. That was good. Um, Adam holds Kidman down like he's going to powerbomb him, and but then he gets stuck. And then they move to the ropes. It looked weird. Eddie hits the frog splash on Dave Taylor for the win. And then... Sorry, Corey, but the filthy, an- filthy animals as that gang decide to steal the robes from all three of their opponents. I didn't like it. Kidman, you can't pull off Riggle's uh, coat. The uh, crowd was super into this ending. They love the animals. For whatever reason, man, they got hot right at the end of the match there. It's the power of Chris Adams. I mean, <laughs> I've often said that. <laughs> I, I, real talk. In late 99, Chris Adams or Conan? Who's the better worker? Chris Adams. That Chris Adams. Everything you need to know. We, uh, we see Chavo again calling out Goldberg. Uh, then we go to Mean Gene with Berlin. Berlin says his master plan is coming together and everyone will be owned by Berlin. My master plan of losing every match I'm in he is working master, to perfection. He has a master plan and a final solution. So, it should work out. Whew. Yikes. Uh, our next match, guys. Take a shower with him. Our next match, guys, is Lash LaRue versus... Chavo Guerrero Jr. Well, he didn't find Goldberg. Didn't find him. Uh, LaRue says that he's in the tournament and he will face the cat and he, and he will defeat the cat and he will move on to win the tournament. Thunder special here. LaRue wins with whatever his uh, spot, his slam move is. So nondescript, the uh, guy giving us the move by move can't be bothered to remember what his finisher. For the record, I don't remember it either. It's, it's I like, just find it funny that he's so nondescript. Well, no, they don't have a name for it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm I can't even picture it. And I really don't want to go to like Lash Larue's wrestlingpedia to be like, oh, that's his name. That's the move. But it, it's a it puts him over his shoulders and then like a taco, like a taco uh, from a fireman's carry. A fireman's carry. It it's like okay. a fireman's carry driver. I know it's got a fancy name, but I don't know what yeah. it is. A fireman's carry. I think it's called driver. FEMA. FEMA, got it. Uh, we see um, Kidman in the back on the kid cam filming someone, and it's Buff talking to Scotty Riggs, and Buff's not happy. Then a limo shows up, and here comes the cat with multiple women. You know how badly I was hoping for a American Males reunion? American Males. Like, American Males. Where it comes, Crush Dan! Oh, no. I was like, oh, is Russo like ordering them back together, and Buff isn't happy about it? I was so hoping that was it. But, uh, that'd be sick. Well, uh, so our next match, guys, is Berlin with the Bodyguard versus Jerry Flynn and Jimmy Hart. Ooh, they're really giving us the best of the best tonight. Yes, yes, yeah. they are. Uh, back and forth, Jimmy Hart gets on the apron, but the Bodyguard yanks him down. Berlin distracts the ref. The Bodyguard punches Berlin. I mean Flynn, and Berlin makes the cover. Cool. Yeah, his master plan continues. We go backstage and see Chavo still looking for Goldberg for somehow, but then Sid comes up and goes, oh, you want TV time? And then chucks Chavo. <laughs> uh, then we get a promo from the cat in the ring with the women, and it's just him saying he's going to win the tournament. 
Uh, we're gonna promo with me and Gene. I wonder where that gimmick came from. <laughs> what? We're gonna promo with me and Gene. With Benoit, and uh, Benoit says he's gonna beat Sid and uh, tells Malenko to watch his back. Our next match, guys, is that American Males reunion of Scotty Riggs versus Buff Bagwell. Buff's not happy. This is the Buff not happy. Um, he's just he he doesn't want to be there for the match. Buff do, does the win with a roll up, but the ref looks like he's hesitant to make the three count. Do you guys get it? Yeah, he went into business for himself. That's what I thought. He was supposed to lose, but he decided fuck that and hooked him to get the pin. Mm-hmm. And that's supposed to piss off the powers that be. And I always love angles that are just gimmick or like. Like inside baseball. Well, it's like business exposing, and nobody cares about this at home. Nobody. Oh my God! They wanted Buff to lose, but he he didn't do it. Like, you know who this would matter for? Hulk Hogan. Yeah. You know who it isn't for? Buff Bagwell. Yeah. So it's like, nah, whatever. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, um, he's hesitant. So my assuming is Buff winning for business for himself, aka part of the storyline. Yep. Not a good one. It's not, but let's go to our main event. See, this is a good one. Chris Benoit versus Sid. Uh, we get this match a lot. Huh? Seems like we get this match a lot. Lately, yes. Uh, Sid throws Benoit into the steps. Sid hits a running boot into Benoit's gut in the corner. Benoit misses a a far headbutt. The Revolution runs down and attacks Benoit. However, Sid then powerbombs each member of the Revolution. Then Sid powerbombs Benoit. Then the filthy animals run down and attack the revolution as we run out of time. So, boys, what did you think of Thunder? It sucked. Sorry if I stole your thunder there. It wasn't good. You sure? You're a lot nicer than I am. Yeah. It was better. It, it was, sucked. All right. It was better than Nitro. Ooh. I can't go that far. Yeah, I'm not this going that bad. far. I will. I got the winner here, though. Saturday night? I guarantee you Russo didn't book this. All right. Scotty Riggs defeated Johnny Attitude. Mm. Steven Regal defeated Adrian Bird. Ming defeated the Texas Outlaws in a two-on-one handicap match. Uh, who were in the Texas Outlaws? Of two mass dudes. Jack Victory. Kaz Hayashi defeated Frankie Lancaster. Patty Stonegrinder? Prince Iakea defeated Fidel Sierra. Did he have shoes on? No. Master. He did not. Alan Funk defeated Dave Burkhead. Now the question is, is Funk related? No. Was Funk on a roll? Jerry Flynn defeated Barry Horowitz. Because Barry Horowitz. Chavo Guerrero Jr. defeated Al Green. Al Green. Norman Smiley defeated Barry Darso. Because Barry Darso. Barry Darso as Barry Darso. Blacktop Bully. Okay. And the Armstrongs, Scott and Steve, defeated Silver King and El Dandy. Man. Wow. Can my Lucha Bros just get a break? Man. Can I get a break? That was... That's like... Was that better than a Thunder? No. That's not even trying. I mean, that's like... There's no effort there. Imagine... Going to that taping. Oh my god. I'd guys, so guys, hear me out. We're going to go take four tapings of Saturday night. It's going to be awesome. Imagine three shows of that. Back uh, to back to back. Our own experience, even with uh, big names, not fun. 
It sucks a lot. I've never been to a TV taping for like a show like that where See, it's just on and on. You and know how on. you talk about how like uh, like on episodes of like Raw where the Rock will come out seven times and like every time he comes out it's less and less. It's like it's for real. It's we. I went to one where like Flair I think because like four straight weeks had four matches. By the fourth one we're like, who cares? He's cool. Flair's still here. Yeah. Awesome. I, I've never been to a TV taping like that, um, but. <sighs> When going to that three-hour RAW in May of 2011, uh, or not? No, it wasn't three-hour yet. Um, I went to a three-hour RAW. It was three hour. hours. That one was yes. The one that, with Karma. Yeah, yeah, that was three um, hours. But I was like, that that was enough to do me in, and, and that was a RAW. I went to one a few years ago. That I, I don't even remember. It was so nondescript. I was just like, yeah, I'm good with TV. I don't, I don't ever need to go to TV taping again. I'm okay. Uh. <laughs> I, I remember The Fiend and Finn Balor had a program. I don't remember what... I just remember as soon as Finn Balor started this promo, I was like, yep, I'm going to get something to drink. I just left. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I was like, cool. Here's my break. They, um... I, I kind of feel bad for the guys that have to, like... When there is live crowds and the when they do the back-to-back tapings for either the Raws or a Raw and a SmackDown. And it's just like, you're there for five to six hours. Seven, if you're including your wait time in line and, and like, it's getting like out. It's like a good seven hours of wrestling. It's like bad wrestling. The only time I wouldn't have minded that is in the mid-2000s when they had the brand split. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they would have to do a Raw and a SmackDown together. Because at least then with the two tapings, you're seeing completely different people. Mm-hmm. For SmackDown, you're not seeing Triple H and Batista again. You're seeing Cena and JBL and Ray. And, yeah, so at least it would be a... We'll change it up. We'll change, change it up. up pay, you know? Yeah. That's not so bad, I would think. So, I, I never went to one, but... Well, let's change this show up a little. Let's go to SmackDown, shall oh, we? Oh, good. Let's, let's go to Oopin. Let's in, do that. We're in Springfield, Mass. So, some more uh, Looney Tunes coming up on this fucking show. Uh, commentary is uh, Cole and Lawler. And out comes out first for the first promo is the reunited D-Generation X, Triple H, X-Pac, Road Dogg, and Billy Gunn. And I will say, there was... Um, a pop for them, but not big. You would well, think DX's it would have been bigger, over, but maybe the crowd is like, "Well, they're supposed to be heels, so maybe let's react accordingly." That's giving wrestling fans a lot of credit, especially in the Attitude Era. <laughs> so I'm probably wrong. Uh, D- DX says after putting the roster on notice, Triple H says that he will retain his title at Survivor Series, and he's going to beat Austin and Rock. X-Pac says there's going to be a new member of DX tonight. China? No, I don't, I don't know. We'll Sergeant find out. Slaughter. Rick Rude? Rick Rude. Uh, Billy Gunn challenges Stone Cold to a match out of the blue. And then Road Dogg's like, well, if you got Stone Cold, I challenge The Rock. <laughs> okay. Triple Your, H. Triple, his, his reasoning is flawless. Yep. Triple H calls out Vince. Vince comes out. Triple H says that Vince is no longer, his service is no longer needed because uh, DX is taking over. DX is going to make the rules, the laws, everything. And Vince is like, well, I got two words for you. And the crowd says, suck it. Uh, Triple H is like, well, I knew you were going to say that. So we have three words for you. We're taking over. That was a terrible ending to this promo. I was, I was like, di- okay. It did not help how I, I was on record on the Monday Night War stories saying I am. Uh, not feeling this so far. This promo did not help at all. That was a real bad promo. 
It was not. Just justified all my thoughts. Yep. Uh, we see a camera getting ready in the backstage with the arrival of Stone Cold. Edge and Christian are headed to the ring. We see Stephanie and Tess running hand-in-hand, uh, hand running into Briscoe and Patterson, and it looks like Stephanie's 95% back to health. Well, thank God. We go to our first match of uh, SmackDown, Edge and Christian versus Too Cool of Scott Taylor and Brian Christopher. It's not quite there Scott yet. Scott Too Hot Taylor. Scott Too Hot Taylor and, and Grandmaster and Sexay yep. Brian Christopher. Yeah. Does he have a middle name too? Don't they say a middle name? Or am I no, misremembering that? No. Okay. Uh, the Hollies join commentary. Crush says nothing. Holly says Christian wraps his legs in ice bandages to look bigger. Holly thinks that too too cool might be some super heavyweights. Hey, those two. They look like super heavyweights. <laughs> I thought Holly was good here. Scott Taylor's 190 pounds. <laughs> He's the smallest person. He might be smaller than Michael Cole. <laughs> Uh, Brian Christopher leaps over the top rope and power bombs Christian on the gr- on the to the ground. That was so brutal! Holy God, dude! That was nuts. Uh, too cool. Then double power bombs Christian. Christian hits a reverse tornado DDT. Holly calls that a cheap shot. Crash then hits Edge with the scale. Scott Taylor then pins Edge. The Hollies attack Edge and Christian with the help of Too Cool. Was it just me, or were you guys expecting the Hardys to come out? Yes. I was. I could have sworn they, did Monday. they were, were going to come out. Because they did Monday, and I was like, oh, they'll come out. But they did not. Want to get them that new team over. I'm okay with it. I'm, more, I'm always down for some more new tag teams. So I'd rather see two cool than the headbangers. So You are not wrong. Or DX, for that matter. <laughs> or DX right now, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. So, yeah. We get a recap of Raw. Bossman destroying Big Show's uh, grandfather's watch. And then hitting him with a hammer. Uh, then we get a promo of JR and uh, Show from earlier today. JR uh, asked Big Show what he's going to do with Bossman. Big Show's like, you know what? I'm going to leave tonight because if I, if, if I stay around here, I'm going to do something wrong. And that could cost me something. It's fair. Not, not a bad idea. Then we see Mark Henry in the backstage having rounds with his hoes. And let's just say they're not the best of hoes this week. Hey. They were not. Just ask uh, Lawler. Yeah. They could roll down the ramp and they would get down faster. As he put a quote there. Uh, let's go to our second match tonight. Is it's Chris Jericho versus Stevie Richards? Well, uh, China. No. Oh. It's not Stevie Richards, sir. It's China. No, I apologize. It's China. But guess what? It's Stevie Richards dressed up as China. It's big China cool. <laughs> um. Squash match here, but then the real China comes out and hits Jericho with a bat, allowing Richards to get the upset win. You mean the fake China? It's like a sting situation. Yeah. Who's the real China? <laughs> he all got me confused now. What? Uh, but however, the real China then hits uh, uh, Richards after Wait, the... It's like the real confused Joe. Yeah, hang on. I'm trying to... Re- <laughs> Which I think we all got it, confused. Is that meme? It's like the meme of all the numbers so floating your head. I'm like, I'm it's a Spider-Man pointing at yeah. each other. Numerous. Uh, China hits uh, the fake China Richard after the match, and Jericho then power bombs him after the match multiple times. Hey, backstage, The Rock shows up. He runs into the Road Dog and then begin to brawl. And then the DX, then DX comes out and attacks The Rock. They stuff him in the trunk, and the uh, Road Dog drives off with him. That's kidnapping. It is. <laughs> yes, Kevin, it is. Kevin Kelly uh, interviews DX. DX is taking over. Um, you just have to wait and see what they do to uh, Stone Cold tonight. 
Our next match is for the European Championship. D'Lo Brown, or DeLorean, versus the British Bulldog. Hmm. So he's back already. Uh, Bulldog hits D'Lo with the steel steps, and the steps down there flew into the crowd after hitting D'Lo. D'Lo uh, kicks out of a standing uh, uh, standing power slam. Rodney distracts the ref. Um, Joey Abs throws the title to Bulldog, and Bulldog hits D'Lo with the title. However, D'Lo kicks out at two. D'Lo hits the running power bomb, which we were discussing earlier. If he ever did that move again, there it is. There, there it is. Good. Glad um, he does. Uh, Rodney distracts the ref. Pete Gas trips D'Lo on the top turnbuckle. Bulldog hits a superplex for the win. So you're a new European champion and two-time British Bulldog. I actually enjoyed this match. It was quite entertaining. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Not too sure Bulldog with the belt again is the best way to go forward, but... Nope. They've pretty much let you know that belt means God fucking nothing anyway, so... We go backstage with Kane and X-Pac. X-Pac telling Kane that they're still together. DX is just a side thing. Uh, X-Pac apologizes for going down to the ring on Monday, even though Kane told him not to, but he said that chick told me to do it, or it was going to be either him or her. But they want revenge on the Dudleys. Backstage, we see Road Dogg showing up, and the security guard asking if he's seen Austin. He's like, no. Guard asked him what he did with The Rock, and Rock said, "Uh, don't worry about that. He's on the other side of the tracks where he belongs. Our next match is Kane and X-Pac versus the Dudley boys. Um, Kane does most of the work. Ref kept holding X-Pac like he's, X-Pac like he's trying to supposed to get into the ring. Kane finally tags in X-Pac. X-Pac hits a spinning heel kick on Bubba and then instantly tags Kane back in. Kane hits a low blow on... I'm uh, sorry, X-Pac hits a low blow on Kane and then hits him with an X-Factor. The Dudley boys win. Leg gasp. Who didn't see that coming? Oh my god, I tells you. I, holy hell, he turned on him. Who, who saw that? Who would have oh, thunk it? Oh my god. Uh, I, I hate it. Kane starts to choke X-Pac, but DX comes out and attacks Kane. Triple H pedigrees Kane. X-Pac gets the mic and says he's tired of carrying Kane's, Kane on his back. And Undertaker's right. Kane, you are weak. Damn. Really neutering in the cane there, huh? Yes. Right. Yes. Next oh. match. Huh? Oh, it's all right. Okay. Next match is the Hardy Boys with Terry versus Viscera and Mark Henry. Didn't they say it was going to be Viscera and Midian? No, Mark Henry. Okay. Uh, Terry distracts Henry. Jeff hits the swanton for the win. Viscera tells the hose to leave. Um, Viscera uh, yells at Henry and then attacks him and then hits multiple splashes on him. Gingerly. Gingerly. Backstage, we see the security guard walks into the DX locker room like, what the hell do you want? And they're like, oh, uh, Stone Cold just showed up. Uh, Then we see DX talking about what they're going to do with him. Then we get a recap for Boss Man's history of two months ago. He was feeding Al Snow his dog. Two weeks ago, he has something telling Big Show that his dad died. And on a Monday, he's destroying Big Show's grandfather's watch. What a uh, what a two months for Big Show, right? I mean, he just it gets better and better. Speaking of that, our next match is Big Boss Man versus uh, Prince Albert versus Al Snow. Hmm. Albert distracts the ref. Boss Man hits Snow with a hardcore title for the win. Al gets on the mic and says, uh, "Since he is a grizzled vet and 
He doesn't want to let the youth of the wrestling down. Al feels like Albert didn't do much, and he feels bad about that. So Al then challenges both Bossman and Albert to a hardcore match in the parking lot. It was an awkward promo by Al Snow. It took yep. a long time to get to where he needed to be. Yep. Uh, we go backstage and we see Road Dog stuck in a bear trap. Austin comes up and goes, hey, that, lo- that, hey, that looks like it hurts, and then pours beer on him. Back from... Shh. Be very, very quiet. He's haunting degenerates. I, uh, up north? Those degens up north? There's no good degens up north. P- back from commercial... No, I would have enjoyed that more. Back from a commercial, we see paramedics trying to get the bear trap off, road dog, and you see the blood around him. Uh, we see Bossman and Albert looking for snow. And they decide to wait in, in, in a wait in a car. However, the car where they're at is parked is so close to the wall that they ha- each had to get on one side. And then all of a sudden, a forklift comes and rams them, rams it shut. And it's the Big Show driving a forklift. Big, sh- Big Show then starts to destroy the car with his bare hands, and then jumping on the roof and the hood. That. Is a it's scary a, thing. That's a well built ass car, gotta be honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That Volvo is pretty strong, but then the Big Show then gets up top and then pushes a dumpster on top of the car. I will be honest, I uh, didn't see this part coming. That kind of got me with the Big Show. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. That's, uh, I don't know why you'd park your car that way to the wall, but you know, beyond that little bit of nitpickery, uh, it was pretty good, actually. I didn't mind it. Nah, it's good. Good to get some revenge. Mm hmm. We see backstage, we see Mankind walking through the halls. Then we see Billy Gunn hanging upside down with a, from a rope, and Austin walks up and goes, how's it hanging? Having fun now, guys? What? No, I hated all this. Mankind versus Val Venus? Oh, hate all that, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's our next match, but Val has to cut a promo saying he respects Mick inside and outside of the ring. His book will be a top ten book, pubbing that. Val attacks Mankind's shoulder that got hurt on uh, Raw. There's a lot of arm bars from Val. Mankind goes for Mr. Sokka, but can't find it. But Val then misses the money shot. Al Snow runs down with Mr. Sokka. Mankind puts Mr. Sokka on for the three count. Is this feud over yet? No. No. We go backstage and we see DX licking their wounds as uh, they're saying they have to stick together. However, Xbox phones rings and you can hear that it's Austin. Hey, X-Pac, uh, keep your feet on the ground and reach for the stars. And he's like, what does that mean? Re- keep your feet on the ground and reach for the stars. X-Pac looks up, and then the roof and caves on him. Steve Austin quoting and naming Casey Kasem in 1999. Joe, it, do you even know who Casey Kasem is? He was on Saved by the Bell. <laughs> yes, Gotcha there. And he was the, uh, wasn't he like the top 40 VJ? He was the top 40 DJ for years, 70s, and The 80s, radios yeah. and stuff, yeah. But by 1999. Hey, this is Keith Kasem. Yeah. I mean, it's Jesus, Austin. <laughs> the most relevant thing he did was Saved by the Bell in the yeah. 90s. Yeah. <sighs> uh, he you know that WWF staying current with their pop culture. So a wounded DX comes out to the ring, and they cut a promo. Triple H says that they got rid of The Rock. And Kane is uh, crying in the back somewhere. Triple H calls Austin a coward for not attacking them all at once, but one by one. Triple H says Austin can go be under the ring. All members of DX get out and check under the ring. I thought that was a little funny. 
Triple H says that he will give Austin a fighting chance and calls him out. Uh, he Triple H counts to 10. He literally does count to 10. Austin comes out at 11. Um, Austin says that uh, he set up a bear, the, a trap for a bear, but he got a jackass instead. Uh, Gun got stuck and looked at the ground rope. Uh, Mr. Ash should be known as Mr. Dumbass. Austin says he likes X-Pack because it sounds like a six-pack, but calls him a dumbass for falling for the Casey Kasem line. <coughs> Excuse me. Austin heads down the ring, and D- uh, DX surrounds Triple H. They all get in a bunch. Then a cargo net falls from the sky and lands on DX. Triple H gets out on the net, and they begin to brawl with him and Austin. Kane comes out and helps Austin. Then The Rock comes out and attacks DX. Rock, Rock bounds both members of DX. Austin stuns Triple H and X-Pac. Kane chokeslams X-Pac. And that was SmackDown. Yep. Boys. Yeah. What was the better show? SmackDown. Corey? SmackDown, but I hate admitting it because I thought that was putrid, putrid television. Yeah? I fucking hated it. Why? Uh, it totally neuters the new hill group you're supposed to build up. Uh, they apparently haven't watched uh, any fucking cartoons when they were kids. Um, and, and much like the whole he's hunting McMahon episode, mm-hmm. this is ridiculous. It, it totally, it, it doesn't do Austin any favors either. He's not a badass. He's just a fucking redneck hick beating up guys who are too stupid to know this crap when it comes. I mean, and again, Triple H is the only one who gets out of the net, the only one who looks like he's competent. The, the Outlaws and X-Pac look like a couple of fucking dumbass loser marks. But they're se- no, my joke is, but they're selling the bear trap, the knee injury, and a concussion. You know, it's, it's interesting. Uh, it's not as overplayed, but for me, this stuff with Austin is like my equivalent of what people hate about The Rock. Like, yep, he, he hunts, and oh, cool, he has a bear trap, and he can snare animals. That's can I ask you a question? Cool. Sure. Do you think this would have worked if it was maybe a week or next week instead of three days after the DX gets back together? It would never have worked. It was dumb. Yeah, it, it had to be three days after. It shouldn't have been at all, but it, yeah. it wouldn't have mattered when it happened. It, was, it, 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 it kills your group. It doesn't do anything for Austin. It made Rock look weak as fuck because these guys who, who were so incompetent they couldn't outwit Looney Tunes uh, ideas from like, 40 years ago beat the fuck out of the Rock and left him stranded somewhere. Like you couldn't see the bear trap right? on the concrete so floor? Like, it makes X-Pac, Road Dog, Billy Gunn, and the Rock look all fucking useless. Triple H looks like he's got a, a head and Austin's smarter than everybody in the building. No one else got over. No one else looked good. It did nothing for anybody else. And if you put that on top of Big Show committing mass murder, mm-hmm. it's too much of that stupid shit on the same show. <laughs> yep. Like, yeah. Big Show should have been doing that stuff to Boss Man. Like, if they'd have tried it all to put anybody with name value on Thunder, I would have picked it over SmackDown. But they literally gave you nobody. Mm-hmm. So SmackDown wins by... Default. Default to me. Like, that's how little I liked this. Yeah. I agree. Rough wash. Yeah. Uh, let's go to the ratings, shall we? Uh, last week, WCW got a 1.89. WWF got a 4.63. 
This week, WCW got a 2.22, and WWF got a 4.83. That 2.2, that's that's straight up. I wonder what he's going to do on Thunder. Yes, it was. Uh, Heat got a 2.78. Superstars got a 1.9. Livewire got a 1. Where's it go? At least Thunder beat Superstars, so that's cool. Uh, uh, Livewire got a 1.8, and Saturday Night got a (laughs) 1.4. It beat the show that hasn't been relevant since 1991, but that's cool. Yeah. All right, let's go to the awards show. This should be interesting. Let's start it off with best match. Honestly, for me, it's Regal, Taylor, and Adams against the Filthy Animals. That's what I had as well. I like uh, Bulldog and D'Lo. I don't like the results being Bulldog champion for some reason, but I, I thought the match was entertaining. It For me, it was the idea of Bulldog, even though he does win, it's he's helping the young guy. I think it's coincidental. That they take the belt off D'Lo a couple weeks after what happened? Nope. No. No. Man, uh, worst match. Uh, Stevie Ray versus Curly Bill. Yeah, that's uh, that's tough to beat. That's pretty bad. Uh, I will go Berlin versus Jerry Flynn. That was bad, too. Old Lightning Foot. Who is your MVP? M- oh, Jesus. Corey, who you got? Who you got, Corey? MVP of this fucking night of television. Um, I got one. Go ahead. The Big Show. We're sure. getting uh, a small amount of revenge on old boss man. I'll go with. Um, hmm. I'll go with uh, Kidman. He bangs Tory. I mean, there's that. You could give it Chavo. He got TV time. No, I, I can't. In good conscience, do that. Sorry, that's that's just not. You're asking too much there, Joe. Okay, I'll go with um, Big Show as well. Where? And who was your motive? DX. Ooh. I'm going DX. Never have I been. <laughs> never have I turned on something I liked so fast. Uh, I'm not saying they're revolution territory yet. Second off. Second off. But a couple more weeks of this, and I'm going to feel about the same about them as I do Revolution. That's fair. Booble? Uh, Chavo Guerrero. <laughs> While it was entertaining, it, it didn't work for you, Brock. You not only lost your match, you found Sid. <laughs> yeah. So. so that's not good. Corey. Yeah. WTF. <laughs> I feel like you've said it already. I did. I already did my... my but I'll, I'll supplement it with... Uh, yeah. Hey, uh, they've spent the last five years telling us that this is the greatest shit ever, and and wrestling would be so much better today if they were doing the exact same things that they did back then. So clearly I'm in the minority, right? I'm wrong. Like This was awesome, and this was next-tier booking, and this was genius television, and I'm just a miserable fucking cunt, right? Yes. Okay. Mm, Yes, I think. Um, Boo-boo? Bear traps and snares and vehicular homicide. Not really sure how you'd classify that. 
These juxtaposed are a few of my with <laughs> um, nothing, as it turns out, on Thunder. So this is a real bad week of wrestling. I'm gonna say this is the worst week of the midweek war story since SmackDown debuted. I'll agree with that. Because both shows were tits. Is this the worst? When was the last time we had a week this bad, like total of wrestling it's from the pay per view through the whole week? Yeah, it's been a while. This is this is a rough week. That oh my god, man! I got news for you. I've watched Raw and Nitro for next week. It's <laughs> yikes! Not really any better. I've watched Nitro. Fantastic. Uh, my WTF is also DX and the fact that you ruined them. The fact of. You had them return. Oh, it's DX, it's DX, it's DX. And then three days later, silly ass man. What was your favorite era of DX, Corey? Sean and Triple H. Easily. So at what point, I know like after that, but when they else, when did you like completely go like get off of them? Right around here. Yeah? Yeah. So like even like the Triple H like version was okay? Yeah. Like last year? Oh, I I enjoyed that, especially when I started. Uh, I thought they... Because it was still fresh, and it was a completely different turn mm-hmm. to DX. And it, it worked. This sucks. Because DX's whole thing was they're degenerates and proud of it. That's not what this is. Like, the whole gimmick is is diametrically opposed to what they're having them do here. This is the Four Horsemen. No, and not only that, but bad this is, version of it. But this is like Triple H bringing back his three bitches to make sure he keeps his title. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's the... It's just one singular element of the four horsemen. Because even though, yes, that's what they did to the horsemen, but they made the other three guys feel important. Mm-hmm. I know it's only one weekend, but those three feel like fucking jobbers. Just there to take his ass whoopings mm-hmm. so he keeps the belt. Which is the complete anti, the antithesis of everything DX is supposed to be. Checks out. Yeah. And you're right. It is his version of the four horsemen. Who knew that he would get that right? Like four years later, finally, it, it is a mystery. Give him enough times, and he'll get it. It is right. a mystery. So this brings an end to this week's episode of the Midweek War Stories. What a fun week combined with the Monday Night War Stories and the Pay Per View War Stories. Can I just point out we're two weeks away from Survivor Series, and so far I only know the main event. Yep, typical, typical. We are two weeks away from Survivor Series, as Corey said. Um, next week should be. Entertaining, if not this all over again. <laughs> this, it'll be the next week. It'll in be the next week. week in, yep, it'll be week two, week two, week three, whatever this is. <laughs> yeah, well, it'll be uh, week two of the Russo era. A lot of botches on Nitro. Yeah, production wise, you don't say. Production wise, you don't say. Get Holy ready for that. Moly. On the Monday Night War stories. Which you can listen to all of our podcasts at NoSellEntertainment.com, NoSellEntertainment.com, and you can also listen to our, all of our podcasts wherever you listen to your podcast.